Welcome to episode 77 of Beating Around the Bush podcast. The Beating Around the Bush podcast is simply an extension of my column that appears weekly in the Carroll Newsletter and are my opinions, my observations, and the usual ramblings of an old sports writer. The title of episode 77 today, and it's hard to believe we've been through 77 episodes already, but we have. But the title of today's episode is Doing My Thing at Spring Fling. And uh, apologize right off the bat for being about a day and a half late doing the podcast this week. But uh, yesterday, normally I do it on a Tuesday. I've kind of been doing that uh, more or less over the last year and a half we've been doing this podcast almost two years now really when i start to think about it that uh i I try to do it on a tuesday because there's some things that happen on a monday that i can talk about on tuesday uh this particular week i'm waiting i waited until wednesday because uh i went to spring fleeing yesterday uh it's an important day is a big day it was a fun day as uh, my wife and I made it to Murfreesboro, we had a couple of different reasons for going up there, uh, and it turned out to be a little bit more than that. It was a great day. Didn't get home last night to right at 10 o'clock, and then this morning uh, had some things to do as we're preparing to go on vacation. Uh, this time next week, actually eight more days, next Thursday we'll be leaving for Nova Scotia. And that's a little little tidbit here, and, and I think I mentioned this last week or week before last that we were going to do this. We talked about taking June off, but we may not. If we get a chance to do a podcast while we're in Canada, uh, we are going to do one, kind of catch you up on uh, where, we're, where we're at, what we're doing, some of the things we're seeing. If you're interested in that, uh, we'll do that. If you're not, just send me a message saying, hey, forget it. We don't want to hear about your gum trip. And uh, uh, just take a month off like you promised. But anyway. We'll, we'll probably do a podcast. But yesterday went to Spring Fling, and it's, again, uh, Spring Fling was a whole lot like uh, uh, my normal duties. It's, it's hard to be one place at a time because there was actually a lot of things up there that I wanted to do yesterday, but we went up there in support of two Huntington kids. As you know, as uh, you read my column, if you read uh, – the newspaper, and if you know me well enough, you know that I'm a Huntington guy. That's what I do first and foremost, and uh, that's what I concentrate on. So, with that being said, I went up there yesterday, and Tyson Willis, among the final eight people in the state of Tennessee that made it to the state tournament, if you want to call it that, and if it's baseball, softball, you can call it that, but or, or basketball, but... Uh, in this case, is track and field, and only eight kids across the state of Tennessee made it to that particular event. Now, Tyson, who turned out to be a pretty good basketball player and had 30 points in one game last year, uh, and I went to one track meet this year where he threw the discus and talked to Coach Ezell yesterday. and Coach Ezell said, really, one and two are pretty much set as probably who's going to win this thing. Uh, but between the other six, it just depends on who has a good day. But uh, before we get into what kind of day that Tyson actually had, let's do, let's do this. Um, he, just to get there, 
just to be among the final eight in the state of Tennessee. And, and I'll be honest with you, I do not know how many uh, participants they were across the state as far as track and field. I'm assuming there was quite a few. And even if there wasn't quite a few, that's still a pretty big accomplishment to make it to spring fling and be among the final eight in the state. So that was a great accomplishment. Of course, you only crown one state champion out of those eight. And in this particular case, uh, Tyson finished seventh. And Coach Ezell told me if he if if he flings it, and that's what the term I'm using for uh, for the discus is flinging it, and that's pretty much what it was. Because there's an art to the discus, you kind of you got to kind of do like a pirouette, you know, you spin around and then you sling it. It's a round disc. I don't even know how much the thing weighs. Uh, not much of a track and field person. Not up on that kind of sport. But I mean, I like to watch it. I watched it over the years, but I, I couldn't tell you how much that little disc is, disc weigh. But uh, during the season, uh, Coach Ezell told me that Tyson one day hit 133, I believe, and that's feet. So if he if he uh, and they got four throws yesterday. So if he lands one 130 something feet and they only count you count your best out of your four that uh, he could place in the top three it was a possibility well he didn't quite do that his best throw was 123 i think he had 108 and 116 i've got it wrote down somewhere but uh 123 was his best attempt and that was good enough to finish seventh a kid from Milan, Hank Fisher, and I actually saw him up here at Huntington in the track meet they had here at Huntington. And he um, ended up being the state champ. And he, he threw one, I think it was a little over, like 142 maybe, uh, something like that. And uh, But it was a pretty good uh, throw. And uh, uh, so Tyson finishing seventh, but still – a great, great accomplishment. Proud of the young man for even uh, being at Spring Flame. And uh, could he have done better? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. You know, hey, a Hainden kid uh, in track and field uh, in a sport. I mean, how many discus throwers have we ever had at the state? God, he's probably the first one. I imagine so. But he, he had a good day. Looked like he had a good time. Uh, his mother was there and... Uh, uh, it was just a fun day to watch uh, something a little different than what I'm used to watching. And then, and, I, and I'll get back to the other thing that we did, but we we actually left the uh, track and field complex, went over to the softball complex, but uh, came back because they were going to have the one-mile run at, at, at 5 o'clock. Turns out that that one-mile run uh, didn't happen until closer to six, I think. But uh, we got to watch a lot of relays, uh, four by 800, four by 200, or uh, 400 or whatever, and uh, get all the, the events. And, of course, we only had one kid that was – we didn't have anybody in the relays. and But it was fun to watch, watching them pass the baton off and all that good stuff. And uh, it, it, it was it was fun to watch. And it had a hospitality room too, by the way didn't mention that earlier but uh they did so that's free food for no sports writer but uh colton king which you've heard me talk about a lot on this podcast uh colton uh one of the best athletes to ever come through huntington 
I can, I'll say that because of the accomplishments in a sport uh, that hadn't been around that long as far as hunting is concerned. He made his niche in uh, cross country. This year he's been running track, and eventually they got through the relay races and the sprints. Now the sprints with the boys, and we're, we're for the girls too, but sprints, the 110-meter sprints, uh, were fun to watch. Used to be called 100-yard dash in my old days. Uh, but that that was fun to watch. And then they got to the mile run, of course, on a track. And that's four times around the track is a mile. And uh, Colton's best time, I think, has been a little over four. Uh, you know, the world record, I don't forgot what it is. It's under four for sure. And uh, that that's picking them up and setting them down pretty good. But uh, Colton had competition from Will Douglas, who's going to the University of Alabama. He's been somebody that they've been he's been competing against now for a uh, couple of years uh, in track and field and uh, cross country and wheels, very, very good runner. And so was Colton. And it was almost a battle down to the end. And Colton uh, finished four seconds behind wheel for second place, second place uh, at the state tournament or at spring fling and a one mile run. Uh, so he meddled, as they say. Uh, if it was a, if it was football, if it was basketball, if it was baseball, uh, if it was softball, in my opinion, that's a silver ball. Uh, that's bringing home hardware. And then uh, Colton later on that night, we left and came back home, and and if we hadn't, we'd been midnight or so before we got home, and uh, it had been kind of hard to do and try to operate a farm here the next day, trying to get ready to go on vacation and some of the things that we've got to do around here. So we came on home, but he ran the uh, uh, the two mile, and uh, which would have been uh, the sixteen hundred, and 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 the uh, he he ran another one too. I don't forgot what that was, but he finished third in one, and he finished fourth in the other. I think it was thirty two hundred, so that would have been three miles. So he, I guess he ran one, two, and three, and but that's still a great day uh, for Colton King. Uh, to finish, uh, the best one was the mile, and finished second in that. Uh, that 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 was a great day. I, I noticed uh, right before the race, of course, with uh, press credentials, you could get down there on the track and you could get up close. You could take some good pictures, and my wife took some awesome uh, pictures of Colton with her phone, uh, with the sun and the stands in the background. It was just uh, whoa, it was one of those that makes a photographer jealous when somebody else takes it. Uh, but it was uh, very, very good pictures. But uh, look over there before start of the race, and there's uh, Coach Ezel, of course, and his wife, who uh, uh, were – or Coach Ezel was his track coach during the year, and uh, hipping him was Ginger Taylor, and she was there, and Miss Lott, who's uh, been his cross-country coach, uh, they're supporting him, and I think up in the stands may have been his parents. I thought saw something on Facebook where they posted, uh, but I, just a a good day uh, for Huntington and sports that we don't talk about much. And I like to go support these kids. I, you know, I haven't done that before for uh, lots of different reasons. And uh, yesterday it worked out to where I could go. I had ordered press credentials last week, hoping that the Phillies would be at spring fling and they didn't make it. Uh, it was interesting. And while I'm on that subject right quick, 
Uh, Waverly won yesterday. Westview won yesterday. So that was two teams, and you, you go back, hey, that could have been us. But going back to uh, supporting our kids, you know, I, I'm glad I got to go up there and do that. Uh, glad I got to witness that. That was, you know, that that's pretty fun. That's a great venue, by the way, uh, that MTSU has for uh, track and field. Of course, it's their soccer field, and it's uh, Dean A. Hayes uh, Stadium right there beside the football field. It's easy to get to from the interstate and all that good stuff, and uh, fact, that whole venue, the way they do things, it's, uh, it's makes it easier for everybody. I mean, it's it's they have all the things you need. That Starplex, where they played softball tournament at, and they were playing baseball at two or three different venues, and you can be at any of those probably within ten minutes of each other. So, uh, and and that's pretty good considering all the traffic that was happening around MTSU. That's a busy place. But Colton Dunwell going on to UT Martin. Uh, to run cross-country and track at UT Martin. Uh, and I'm sure it'll be successful. He keeps working the way he has uh, to get to the point that he's at right now. Uh, he, he'll he'll do pretty good. As far as Tyson goes, Tyson's got another year of high school. Uh, hope to see Tyson. Yeah, I told Coach Ezell yesterday when we was talking about uh, maybe the opportunities that he had in this uh a state tournament or this spring fling to excel in the discus. And, you know, that's something that I guess he can improve on. I'm not sure what kind of uh, drills you go through or whatever to make you better at that kind of stuff. But I'm sure there's something that uh, the experts know how to teach him. And hopefully next year he can compete for the top spot, win a state championship in discus. Wouldn't that be cool? But uh, uh, Tyson, I told Coach Ezell, I said, if he'll develop a 10-foot jump shot, Man, oh, man, what kind of basketball player might he be? Uh, got a lot of length. And uh, and the improvement that he showed last year on the basketball floor after being the manager of the year before, uh, the kid's got some athletic talent. It's just a, a question of uh, getting that harnessed and using it to the best of his abilities. And as far as Colton King, the sky's the limit. Uh, honored. Uh, a couple of weeks ago now, almost two weeks ago now, to uh, recognize him at the Carroll County Sports Hall of Fame, one of the two students from Huntingdon, and uh, he'll do well. He's got a bright future uh, ahead of him. Okay, on to something else, because what we did, we, we watched the – actually, Tyson competed at 11 o'clock, I believe, and all that was over with uh, by 12. Uh, Brewston girls softball team played at 2 o'clock, or they were scheduled to play at 2 o'clock over at the Starplex. And from MTSU, uh, I've been there before because the Phillies have played there before. And uh, I mentioned somebody last time I was there uh, watching Huntington play, Angelina Cully Cully, uh, hit a home run in their first game up there. to be I think it was Forrest. They beat one to nothing that day, and uh, that was the only run they scored was on her home run. So I knew where it was, but we looked it up, see how far it was, so we know about how to plan our day. Uh, and it was eight minutes from the track and field complex, so uh, not far over there. And I made my way over there, and, uh, <laughs> and a lot of I know some of those Brucing folks, and uh, they seem glad to see me. You know, although I don't cover their sports, you know, I'm a Huntington guy. 
and I can't, you know, I have enough trouble covering Huntington sports, much less trying to cover other county schools. But, you know, they have nobody doing that. And, uh, hey, I want to go see them play anyway. And uh, now I don't like the way the state sets it up for a photographer because it makes it very, very difficult for a photographer um, to find a place to get the kind of shots I'm accustomed to getting. Now, they had, and, and this was the way it was when I was up there before, they had a little area marked off. Uh, for photographers, you could stand in there. That's, of course, that's been a few years ago now since Phillies uh, have been up there. And so we we actually, there there was a spot right behind home plate that they had kind of roped off, but there was a radio uh, bunch in there or TV bunch, and there was not really enough room to stand. But, you know, even with them in there, there wasn't hardly anywhere to stand. Plus, you'd had to shoot through the fence. Uh, my camera's good enough to shoot through the fence, but you got to be right up next to it, and then you're limited to uh, your your view or your path of shooting, and, and it's hard to get uh, the kind of shots that I, I deem worthy of posting or putting in the newspaper. So we made our way to the outfield because they, had, they were playing at least two of those softball games, and Dresden was playing on the field next to us, but they had temporary fences put up. Basically, there were baseball fields with dirt infields that uh, were being used for softball. They put up a temporary fence for both of them, and uh, there you go. So that's that was that. And there was an area, and I don't know why they did this, but they had the fence to where, you know, there was 10 yards from the edge of the fence to the permanent fence you know what are you gonna do if a ball goes fair ball that goes through past the fence you know i'm sure they went over that with the ground rules and umpires and the coaches but a little weird but anyway they're there so we go stand out there and then i noticed a little marked off spot so after the first inning my wife and i we made our way up there along the first baseline and there was a little square and chalked off sit down in it so the people behind the, the fence talked to one guy said hey you've been doing this a long time had you and i said yeah 23 years he said well he played football at huntington he said uh, uh i can remember you put my name in the newspaper well isn't that something that's cool and uh, but also that's bad because that's how long i've been doing this uh that was several several years ago but you know i, I we sit down on the grass and we actually discussed, I wonder what happens when a ball comes over here. Well, we couldn't worry about that at the time. We had a good spot or a decent spot to shoot pictures from. Well, we went, I guess, in the inning uh, like that. And first base umpire came down the line several times. He never even looked at us. You know, okay, so we're good, you know. Then after the end of one inning, here comes the home plate umpire and says, Hey, media, you cannot be on the field. Okay, thank you very much for telling us that. He said, you can go behind the outfield fence 10 feet. Okay, so I shot from behind the fence, and actually it wasn't too bad because I could move around and take some pictures. I actually got some good pictures posted them on Facebook this morning, uh, cropped some in, and it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be. Uh, might be something to think about eventually later on. But anyway, um, so that kind of worked out, but... Uh, you know, this Bruce and Girls team, I'll be honest with you, I, I didn't know anything about them because we don't play them in any sport anymore. Don't, you know, uh, 
I have not seen him play all year. You know, you, you go back to the past, and uh, that's something that uh, is out of the norm because I used to always see Bruce at least twice a year. And then eventually more than that because you get the district tournament, uh, all that. But anyway, what I did, um, and, and I just got a message here, so I'm trying, trying to look at look look at, see what that says. Uh, it says I can record, actually, uh, by using any app on my computer, upload the file for over 30 minutes. But you don't want to hear me for over 30 minutes. For today, we're going to keep it at 30. But this Bruce and team, getting back to that, and I apologize for the hesitation. A pretty good team. Uh, they went uh, they went into that game yesterday at thirty and three, I believe, and not sure who they lost to, uh, but they beat uh, for the uh, sectional. They beat Wayne County, who usually is pretty decent uh, softball teams, and uh, they won their district. And Jamie Williams, who used to be the football coach over at Brewston and a very competitive guy, but uh, uh, he's he's also a good coach. And his daughter played shortstop. And I actually didn't know this. Uh, Keith McGee, who's on the Carroll County Sports Hall of Fame with myself uh, from Brewston, represents part of the Brewston area. He, uh, that was his daughter playing center field. And it turns out she's an eighth grader. So uh, she she's a pretty good player. And so they got a pretty good team. The Hampton girl pitching, a good, good player, a good pitcher. Uh, ended up yesterday hitting a home run toward the end of that game. Again, they were playing Cosby. Uh, Cosby's up in East Tennessee. Uh, Carly Hicks uh, for Brewston plays uh, first base, and she's a very good player. Hit a two-run bomb in the first inning. As soon as she hit that ball, that's out of here. That's not – landed uh, 20 feet past the fence, and so did the ball that Hampton hit. Uh, but, you know, it got uh, – it got interesting. The game did there at one time. Brewston built a six to nothing lead uh, into the fourth, and then here comes Cosby. You don't get to state tournament for you know being a mediocre team. You don't get there uh, by being just uh, a run of the mill uh, type team. And they were down six to nothing. They didn't quit. They battled back, scored four runs uh, in that one inning, and made it six to four. And I go, oh. We, we got a game. Got, we got a game now. You know, Bruce is running away with it. And uh, it was six to nothing. And four runs, six four. Uh, Bruce came right back, put another run up in the next inning. Uh, and then they broke loose uh, in the six, I believe it was. And uh, one of those was a Hampton home run. And next thing you know, it's 11 to four. Uh, Bruce goes on. Uh, to win their first-round game. Now, I'll be honest with you, some sit down doing this podcast, and I was prepared as I normally am. Not sure. I'm not sure when the next uh, game is for Brewston. I'm sure it's today at some point. I'm not sure who they play. I'm trying to think of some of the teams that won yesterday. I know Joe Burns won and single A, and uh, I don't forget who that was now that beat uh, – uh, Dresden yesterday, but it wasn't even close. So, uh, Brewston still got some work to do, but hey, you know, I, I was talking to Keith uh, before the game and I said, don't, you know, I don't mean this to sound uh, the way it might sound to some people. And, and it references what I said about Tyson Willis uh, earlier is that just to get here is an accomplishment because you've only one of eight teams to make it this far. 
And in a sense, you want to win, yes. But does it really matter? No, because uh, like he said, they've only got one senior, so they've got one, a lot of girls coming back uh, for that team next year. And I'm trying to think who that senior is. Maybe the Hicks girl, so she's, she'll be big, uh, hugely miss if it is her, and I think it is. But because I remember her playing back when we did play them. But uh, it's good experience for them to get up there. And then they turn around and, you know, you sit there and go, hey, I'm just happy to be here. Uh, it's good experience for them because next year they can build on this. Uh, but then they go and win a game. You know, they go and win a game and put yourselves in a position to inch closer to winning the state championship. And I'm trying to think how many games you probably have to win. I think it's uh, probably three or four uh, that you win if you go without losing. Of course, you get in a loser bracket, and that makes it a little harder. Uh, but, you know, th they break it up into two different brackets and four teams in each bracket. So if you win your first two games, that puts you uh, in the championship game. So, yeah, I think you, I, I think that's right. Now, don't, don't quote me on that. You win three games. But uh, a big day for Bruce and softball. A lot of fans up there watching. Uh, glad I got to go over there and see them. I wish I had time to go watch uh, – uh, Waverly, uh, who beat Noctanian out, you know, two to one in the first round of the region. Uh, they did win yesterday in extra innings, five to four. Uh, Westview won easily over Community, eleven to four. And I keep thinking, man, that could have been us. That could be us. And we were as good as uh, Westview. Actually, beat them three out of five times we played them. We were as good as Waverly. Just had one of those games where offense fell apart a little bit, and uh, one hit by. Waverly uh, put them in the championship game of the region, but that could have been easily us playing yesterday, the Phillies, uh, as it could have been Waverly and Westview. So it's kind of sour grapes on my part, but missed opportunity also. Uh, you always want to see your school do well. Uh, but, you know, I'd like to see both of them play. Uh, fortunately, I couldn't do that because I was uh, uh, watching Colton King run when they were playing. Uh, and also, um, McKenzie baseball yesterday won five to one. Uh, so they're advancing. I know Milan, and, and I mentioned Milan. They're not a Carroll County team, but Milan uh, was in our district this year. Uh, you know, they, they beat us three times, played them three times. They beat us three times. They were the only team in the uh, district to sweep us. And were they better than Huntington? Yeah, they were. And, uh, but they, they're better than I thought they were. They've got 30 wins this year. And, you know, to see them advance, you kind of you keep, keep up with your own, uh, so to speak. And that's uh, the case in, in Milan. So there's a lot of things going on up there yesterday to, to watch and to root for. Uh, you know, the kid from Milan that won the discus, uh, he's, he's very worthy of that. And then you got the kid from Milan. I mean, excuse me, from Camden that uh, knocked Colton King out of the state championship. Uh, but Colton finishes runner-up. Again, I mentioned that. But uh, yeah, kid's very talented, the Douglas kid is, and he's going to University of Alabama uh, to compete with their track and field. And, you know, it was just a, it's just a fun day. It was a part of spring fling that I've not mentioned before or that I've not been a part of before. I've gone to spring fling, but it's always been uh, for a baseball game or a softball game. And it's yesterday was a little different. 
yesterday you could actually, you know, we saw Tyson compete and then sat back and watch uh, uh, some other events going on and then waiting for Colton to run. Uh, watched, like I mentioned earlier, the relays and the sprints. And, uh, uh, you know, that's that was kind of fun just to sit back and watch. It came a, real, a little rain shower there one time. Luckily for me, I saw a tent. And I told Kathy, I said, let's go get on the tent. It says media only. So we got on there to keep from getting wet. Pretty good little downpour for a few minutes. And it quit in time for Colton to run. And, uh, again, just an enjoyable, uh, enjoyable day. Uh, it's a well-put-together well event. You know me, I'm critical of TWSAA a lot on some of the things. Uh, but that was a very well-organized thing yesterday and, uh, and a very good uh, day for k- kids competing Um in sports, you've read my column last week in the paper. Uh, I mentioned it's about the competition, so and it is. So I'll be interested to see how Bruce uh, does today, and then the other teams I'm interested in. Uh, you know, Westview and Waverly and uh, Milan, McKenzie. I'm sure they'll all be back in action today. So that's something to keep abreast of. Uh, but that's going to do it for us uh, this week. And again, I mentioned we'll be back um, next week to do a podcast, and we'll probably kind of continue to do this on through uh, the summer as much as we can. We might take a week off here every now and then. I'll let you know if we do. But uh, we'll, next one, well, two weeks from now, we'll be doing one from Nova Scotia. So we'll be back in two weeks or be back next week. And when we do, we'll try to do it better. <laughs>